very dark. I'm Adam Annis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Daily music advice coming at you. Coming at you today, we're sponsored by Open Studio Jazz. Go to openstudiojazz.com for all your jazz <laughs> lesson needs. You know, I heard you doing that last week. I saw you do it, I'm and a... then I heard you do it, because, <laughs> because that's the way science works. You hear with your eyes first. That Exactly. Yeah. So that was uh, a fun, and I remembered what the original reference, you may not even know, Little thing called WKRP in Cincinnati. See, I was more of the uh, WNYC or something like yeah. that from the Howard Stern the Howard's, movie. The, there's yeah. that as well. There's yeah. that as well. Yeah. We're talking old school now. So uh, we just did a really cool um, live stream event yesterday where we did a Q&A. Oh, I thought you were talking about what we just played. I was like, ah, that wasn't that cool. Buddy. It wasn't that cool. No, no. <laughs> it was cool. We didn't uh, want to. We don't want to. We don't want to show our hand, man. No. You know. We did this live stream event all about solo piano. We got a couple questions about dealing with minor two five ones. Yeah, and so. So I kind of realized, like, man, I don't think we've ever talked about minor two five ones, which right. is well, are crazy. we scared of them? Are we against them? I mean, traditionally, yes. Okay, scary I guess so. sounding. They are. But I thought we could just maybe break down like the anatomy of a of a minor two five one, each chord in the progression, how they relate to each other, and some things we can do to them: scales, voicings, substitutions, all kinds of stuff. Well, I think that that's a great idea, and considering today's episode is called dealing with minor two fives, I think we should do that. That makes a lot of sense, Let's right? Let's do it. All right. So, what is a minor two five one? What do we mean when we say a minor two five one? Well. Uh, it could mean a number of things, but I think typically when a jazz musician says minor two five one, what they mean is the two. He's a kid playing a two five one, <laughs> an underage person, right? It's a cadence. Yes, exactly. No, it's a cadence going to a minor chord. Yep. And typically uh, the cadence is two five one, and typically the two is a minor seven flat five or half diminished. Yeah. The five is a dominant seven, usually some kind of altered or alteration. I love it when you qualify with. Usually, but not well. Not always. That's right. And then the one chord is usually a minor sixth or minor major seven. Right. Right. Occasionally, occasionally Dorian sound like a minor seven sound. But when I when I'm talking about a minor two five one, if you didn't give any more info, I mean that. You know, that's kind of what I mean. Well, and it's funny. You know, this this takes me back to a a day that um, young Alex over there would not understand, which is a little thing called pre-internet. Oh, yeah. When the world existed before Google. And um, I remember hearing this, like, minor 2-5, and I was like, oh, you mean like a... Like, my understanding was so anecdotal and just, like, mm. fabled. So I kind of learned what a 2-5-1 is. So I thought they meant... Because, you know, people say something, you're a kid, and you don't want to, like... You want to be like, oh, yeah, of course, minor 2-5. I was like, wow, that's just like a regular 2-5-1. The minor... I thought it was the 2 chord was minor. Like a minor two, and you're five like, oh, yeah. to Isn't one. Isn't it always two? <laughs> the two is always minor. Exactly, but I was kind of you know a little bit afraid to speak up. Well, that's why I was kind of hedging my bets though too when saying that typically because sometimes you have a, a cadence going to a minor chord where the two could be a, a Dorian. Yeah, yeah, know? but it's still a minor two five, right? It just wouldn't be your your typical yeah, usage. Definitely still a minor two five, but when I'm you know colloquially at the at the jam session, say yeah. minor two five one, I mean half diminished two, right? Altered five, and then but the minor, minor always six. means where you're going, the chord that you're exactly. going to. When, Some when we say minor two five, we mean the one is. This is not a minor two five, and that's what little young Peter thought it was. That's yeah. all I'm saying. <laughs> no, you, oh, so you thought this was a regular two five? Yeah, that's a regular. Exactly. I was, just, I was a simple. I was a simple little young lad. This is a major two five one. 
<laughs> well, but remember, I didn't know the difference between dominant and major seven, That's so true. it really didn't matter at that. Oh point. man, I would have loved to have like hung with cocky young Peter. <laughs> He's got oh, I was not cocky. Hard ideas about. <laughs> Um, okay, so our first chord is the two chord, right? So yeah. if we're in the key of C minor, which we are here, that's a uh, a half diminished, a minor seven flat five. It's a little bit of a despondent sound, right? So just the basic chord itself here in root position is D, F, A flat, and C. Yeah. Right. So what scales could we use over this half diminished? Chromatic. You can use that over anything. That's the safe bet, my friend. That's the safe bet. No, I think that the... Isn't the typical would be that the B-flat major? No, no, no. The E-flat major. Because you got that A-flat in there, Oh, yeah, of course. Ah, just checking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because I can... Yeah, the Locrian, otherwise known as the Locrian scale. Unless you want to play a wrong clashing note. Which is always cool, too. Yeah, so that is like sort of step one Locrian, is right, the, the Locrian, seventh the seventh mode seventh, of yeah. uh, of the uh, of and that's if you want to do it scale. straight down the middle, like very, like especially if you're kind of anticipating, which I know we'll get into a lot of alterations on the five, right? So you can kind of start her out down the middle, and then your curve is the curving is is hitting on the five. Right? That's right, and this is straight down the middle, and yeah. it, it makes sense, right? Because the the Locrian. Uh, is part of the the E flat modes of scales, right? And so, if we're in C minor here, that's the relative minor to E flat. So it yeah. it would make sense. Um, I don't even think of it as the Locrian. Like I never think of a Locrian. No. If I'm playing the scale, I'm more thinking of it as like an F Dorian. Same notes. We should do a field trip sometime. I, we talked about this before to Greece, where we identify a Locrian and an Ionic because <laughs> yeah. we confuse the terms. Even you know, like we know what they sound like. If we could associate them with a physical object, I feel like we could nail. It'd be them. amazing, actually. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know how you think about this. Like, do you think like Locrian? I mean, I don't really think about the notes like this anymore. But, but if I I'm think about it, the seventh of, of E flat, right? Yeah. So I think about it more like, and sometimes I'll even play, you know, F minor. Like I'm almost like it's like a two five oh, going yeah. to E flat, right? But, but I think that stuff can be important. Like we say, okay, it's 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 um, um, the same notes as these different scales: E flat major, F uh, Dorian, mm -hmm. uh, E Locrian, or whatever. Yeah. But when you think, so some people are like, oh, it doesn't matter how you think about it. But for the sake of improvisation and really just conceptualizing how you're going to move around mm -hmm. this progression, because remember, it's like we we very rarely sit on this, except for maybe. Oh no, I was going to say. That's really more of a fully diminished, although it goes back and forth. Yeah, so there goes, is some, but but otherwise we don't sit on this chord a lot, so it's always part of a progression. Totally. So if you think about the F minor, what I think that you mentioned, you can kind of arpeggiate that in a way that would be different than if you're thinking about it as E flat major. So if we're if we're thinking about a Locrian, like for pianists, the the problem can kind of come up about the nine, right? Because the yeah. nine is E flat here. Right, I mean, this is kind it's a little, of little ugly. little ugly. It clashes a little bit with the root. Um, so when I'm voicing this on the piano, I almost think of this more of like some F minor sixth voicings. Yes, you know that that gets me to where I want to want to be with it. Yeah, and then it gives you that major seventh as a, as as your melodically your your passing tone in. Totally. Right now we're getting into the next one, which is the super Locrian. Ooh, I like that. Right, it's the same scale as the Locrian, but now we raise that nine to an E natural. Yeah. We like it. Now, this is works in a lot of situations, modern situations especially, but it's not appropriate at all times. Like, if we're playing softly as in a morning sunrise. Yeah. Oklahoma, it is actually illegal. 
fun fact. Like to go there when the melody note no is on bueno. E flat. No you got to bueno. know where the melody is at all times and really kind of know what era you're you're aiming yeah. for this. But if it's more open and the melody note is not on that nine, yeah. I think it's all good. Yeah, and then you have your other kind of emphasis, uh, you know, rhythmically and just like how loud you're playing it and where you're placing it when you're not playing the melody that, that, that could make it work or not. You know, if you're like, bam, if you're like... You know, it becomes right. this very like you know kind of uh, integral part to what you're playing and noticeable. So if you're if you're not like if you're not totally sure what like say you're a pianist and you're comping right and you have yeah. this two five minor two five and you don't hear like the saxophone player you're comping under like specifically go you know you yeah. want to be safe stick to those F minor six nine voicings. Yes, yeah. and you that know? you know that also leads me to the, uh, the like if you look at that voicing A flat C D. Uh, G, which is kind of a typical F minor Wait, again, six nine, a, a flat C D, A flat C D G. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, a very. Yeah. But over the D, um, that that kind of makes me think of B flat thirteen, and I totally, I definitely yeah. use that with a sharp eleven. If you're For sure, depending For sure. on if you're doing this, the E natural. Either one, really, you can yeah. do E flat or E natural, and yeah. you can treat them. Where you're using it as like a passing tone, so you're playing it. So totally. it's never just about like, can I play it and sit on it? Well, probably not, but you can play it. Right. I love the idea of a passing tone because that, to me, invokes the blues in yeah. C minor. Yeah. Right? Having the E flat and E together. Yeah. And it's a little foreshadowing because that's where we're going. And I love that sound. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. And that uh, pulls us into the the realities of this, and even stopping to talk so long about just the two chord is remembering that these the, your melody's playing over these two five ones. You're going to stretch them over. They got to fit. Yeah. And it's always great to be playing where you're going. Those are the two main scales that you really want to use over this two chord. And uh, we can we'll get into more on the five chord. There's a little more options that you can also drag over to the two. But really, when I'm thinking just the two, this is what I'm thinking. So substitutions for this minor seven flat five. I mean, yeah. the obvious one is first is is the tritone. Yeah. And that doesn't mean doing a tritone minor seven flat five. That's probably not going to work. No, you want to do a dominant seven, A flat, like if we're D half diminished. Yeah. A flat seven sharp. Yeah. A flat seven sharp. Yeah. Yeah. Thirteen. Yeah. And that's actually going to fit to the one I think you're going to say next. It's a similar kind of harmony over. It's still, if you go, if you take that same thing, the A flat, yeah, 13 yeah. sharp 11, but then you go back to the two. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, that should have been the first one, right? Well, no, Just, it doesn't matter. Either like one. Like D alt. But, it's, but it harmo the harmony on top of it's really the same. Yeah, have, like just subbing out D7 alt for that yeah. D7 half diminished. Works right. really well. Yeah, and that's a very different sound than. You can also sub out the Dorian sound, you know, mm -hmm. if it's appropriate. Yeah. If, if, like, you're in a place where you're kind of in control of where that harmony goes. Like, I do that all the time on a trio gig, especially if I'm, like, wanting to change it up within the solo. Well, there's some tunes I can't think of. I'll think of one in a second. Maybe, like, if you... Oh, that goes the major, right? But, like, if there's some... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where there's any kind of melody. How High the Moon does that to a minor... Oh yeah, the first time it's yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely um, yeah. There's a few tunes that do that, but it's a great kind of sub when you're you're wanting to switch up the sound and just like take that expectation of to all of a sudden bust out like a. 
And by sub, you know what what you're describing is really like. Just to clarify, everybody, we move faster sometimes at the You'll Hear podcast. But if you're sending a sub on a gig, you want to make sure they learn these chords, right? Is <laughs> yeah, that what you sure mean they by know that? the Locrian first? <laughs> That's right. Uh, but those are really the most common subs. We're not going to get too crazy on the two chord. It's really just a, a setup for the five. Now, this right. is the five. We got loads of ideas Come on for now. subs. We don't, we don't have to get We got something. We don't have to mention it. But let's move on to the five. In yeah. this two five in C minor, the five is G7. And what we'll most often play is an altered sound. Yes. Going to that C, right? Yeah. And the first one that you played there um, is probably the most typical inversion and kind of sound, either in terms of the melody that you have, the improvisation, or just the general sound, flat 13, sharp 9. Yeah, totally. And the scale on this is the altered scale, right? Which is uh, starts with the half hole. Yes. And then ah, turns you, into a whole You listened tone. to last week's episode. I did listen to last week's all about the altered. No, we actually did do uh, an episode last week all about the altered scale, so go check that out if you want to learn more. We don't have to get super into that today. Yeah. But that's our first choice on this minor 251. For for uh, some really strong reasons, the altered scale just leans into the minor chords so easily. It's got that E flat in it, which is the third of C minor. Yeah. You know, it's got that movement of right. Yep. Um, what one like? There's different ways to think about it. We'll talk about some different possibilities. But I always like to clue people in in case you're already thinking about it like this or you want another way to hear it, even if you know these. Um, and that is to take this chord, sharp nine, flat 13, and make just one little alteration, which would be 13 with a sharp nine, mm. which you might think, oh, that doesn't work because you're going to the minor. But sliding down right. gives it actually a little more tension, whereas normally this alter to a major would give right, it more right. tension because you're moving off of it. Well, it's just an option if you no, like No, it adds sound. more tension. But it also, if we, if we take a step back to that super Locrian, right, that two chord with the yeah. E natural... Yeah, yeah. You know that'll fit in there with it. And yeah. often I'll find myself doing. Yeah, you know where you kind of shift. It there. doesn't have to just be bam, but you know you can move this for stuff sure. around. Uh, so another scale for this five chord. Um, this chromatic, was, chromatic, chromatic, well, chromatic always <laughs> works, of course. Uh, one of our one of our members, uh, Elias, hit me to this that bebop musicians would often use the C harmonic minor. Right, like so, wherever our root is going, mm -hmm. in this case C, one. it's the harmonic minor. Yeah, absolutely. it works so well. And as soon as I started playing this, I was like, "Of course, that's what they're playing. Yeah. It sounds just like it." You know? Yeah, and I think it's nice too. That's another example of kind of getting that that E natural, that major third going to because you know you're going to be going to the minor third. Oh yeah, yeah, getting it in there. Sure, sure. So voicings for this, you already mentioned this one, yeah. this one. I mean, just keep it straight up. Like uh, another another voicing concept for this that we talked about over the altar is the triads. Yeah. You know, in this case, like E flat and D flat yeah. triads work really well. And and once you over know, the shell. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you don't have to get all. Yeah, if you have shell and root. Yeah. And then learn the different inversions, even if you know this. For sure. And then think about these not just as voicings, but think about them as melodic, um, you know, jumping off points. So you get like... And, and you're not going to just use these. It might be something like... And this works really well with the chromatic... I joke about the chromatic scale, but this nice. is a great thing because the timing of the chromatic scale, chromatic you can still... You know what I'm saying? Can I get a C-H? But you've got like, you know... So many great hashtag chromaticism. Hashtag chromaticism. Hashtag triads. Um, 
not the not the uh, the Mexican gang, the triads, different kind of. Tri- sorry, hashtag anyway. too soon. <laughs> too soon. That's like too soon. No, but you got those like very foundational sounds, even though they're upper extensions. I guess whenever you start hitting some triads, you can throw in some chromaticism and get away with a lot of it in in, in a very interesting way. I think. That's awesome. Uh, so subs for the five on this. I mean, we have our, our typical. You know, you could just go straight up dominant. Like we, we mentioned with the two, yeah. A lot of drama. Uh, and then, of course, the tritone, going to that D-flat 7, sharp 11. Yeah, that Same scale. Really yeah, it works great. And then, you and know. And that one, when it's when it's D-flat, I would say the Lydian dominant is kind of your typical place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? A sub on the backing up to the two that I just thought of that I used to love to do is is uh, the Neapolitan 6. Ooh, I love that sub. Text me her number. I, I want to use her on a gig coming up to sub for me. Yeah. How great is that? Man, Naples, great substitutions, great pizza. Come on now. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and then uh, I Lots think another trash. great sub that you can use that I, I don't know a lot, if a lot of people are hip to is the... Oh, I like that. Chromatically up from B7 altered. You know, oh, yeah. so... A little, little sliding up from a little below. Sliding, little gospel feel. What's so great about this, going to the minor, so many common tones. Yeah. Right? Because the B7 uses the C melodic minor yep. as its scale. What about a little G2? Oh, you know what I'm saying. It's a C minor 11. That's nice. Oh. Ooh, that's good. Yes, yes. All right, let's get to the the one. Let, oh, that's so pretty, though. Let's get to the one of our two five one. Okay, okay, too, too basic, <laughs> too soon. <laughs> so the one in these minors, oh, uh, that's right, minor. is, yeah, is typically the minor six or the minor major seven. Minor major seven. Can I get a what what? Yeah, yeah. The minor six can be built off either the Dorian, right, or the melodic minor. Either one. The ascending melodic minor. Well, but it's in jazz. We do both ways. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Which way do we do it? Oh, that's Doesn't right. Matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, because this is Aeolian. Right. right. Back to Greece. Oh boy. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't. Are these actual structures? The Aeolian, Ionian. Are we visiting Greece? I literally cannot say one word in Greek except for Dorian, Ionic, ironic. It's ironic that I can't say anything <laughs> besides that. Hashtag wanderlust. Okay. <laughs> so, Hashtag Aphrodite. Uh, so, uh, yes, yeah, so we have our minor six, which could be the Dorian or the melodic minor. And then we have our minor major seven, which is always going to be some kind of melodic minor or harmonic minor, something with that. If it's natural. really scary. Hashtag Medusa. Oh, oh, oh. oh you broke it. You broke it. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, the scale for that is any of your minor scales, either right. the Dorian, the melodic minor, minor, the harmonic minor. Absolutely. And then voicings, you know, melodic minor voicings, they're really fun because there's like, uh, you know, just like for that D uh, half diminished, you were saying like, this is kind of like a B flat. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. So these uh, C, C minor six voicings, I think yeah. a lot F, like F7. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if you're going just left hand, you know, there's the typical, you know, minor third, six, nine. Yeah. You can throw the fourth in as as, as it were. But uh, these are really good diatonic movers. Oh, Not yeah. necessarily for using every one of those as like a static thing, but, but for when you're like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're sitting there for a minute, because that gives you. That's chromatic, That's but great. the diatonic stuff I think works good. 
That's great. All right, uh, substitutions for the one. I, I love substituting the one. The first one that comes to mind is a little false cadence. Oh, well, yeah, you can do that. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's really false. Uh, that's the major. Yeah. <laughs> that's really, uh, really taking them somewhere. I was going to set that up a little bit with maybe like a sus. Oh, yeah. Right, so you get a little... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know where I'm going with that? Yeah, totally right. Another one you could do, though, is we got our, our D half diminished. We got our, we got our G7. the preacher's not done yet, you got to vamp on something. A flat major 7. Oh, yeah. Is it really a minor 2-5 anymore, or is it just out of repeat having fun? It's a false game, man. <laughs> it totally counts. Yeah, and then you can still get there. Like, ooh, that was a little ironic. Yeah, and so, uh, yeah, those are great. Really, anything... You, you could also think of the false ones as really just, uh, you know, del- delaying the inevitable kind of. For sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so good. You've done this before. I can tell. And then you can still get false. I mean, if we're setting that up, we might as well just go. <laughs> we're, going. we're still going to Greece. Oh, come on. Might as well stand with that. <laughs> nice. All right, so those are our minor two five ones and some bonus. You know, that's not everything you can do, but that's just kind of a basic overview of what yeah. what we are thinking about when we're playing these chords, and it, and it changes basically, you know, with what's happening on stage at any given time. I think my my whole attitude towards minor two five ones has been uplifted from seventeen oh, so minutes maybe... ago, man. Uplift my minor two. Oh, you need to get Young into Peter that, thought like, that, was a minor uh, that, that Jacob Collier super Lydian, on, super man. dynamic dynamite Lydian or whatever he calls it. Super parachute pants. <laughs> awesome. Well, till tomorrow. You'll hear it. <laughs>